Hallelujah. Blessed be God's name forever and forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Father, we praise you. Father, we bless you. Father, we honor you. Father, you are wonderful. You are faithful. You are gracious. There is none like you. Thank you for being our Lord and Savior and Master. And the joy of our heart. Thank you for being our joy. Hallelujah. Father, the joy of the Lord is our strength. That's what God, the feast that God kept for us. You know, physical food is not really, doesn't give us joy. You know that. You know that. Yes, physical things, even clothes, house, all they do is give us happiness. And happiness is so much different from joy. You know how it's different? Joy is eternal, it's permanent, it's from the heart of God. Happiness is temporary, it's, trans- it's transient. Oh, I, I traveled, I'm happy. Um, somebody gave me something, I'm happy. That's not what we're talking about. But joy comes from the fruit of the spirit, from the, the heart that is saved, the heart that acknowledges Jesus as Lord and Savior. That's where it comes from. You know, it comes from the throne of grace. That's why the Bible says, the joy of the Lord is our strength. Welcome to Overflowing Grace. Father, we bless you and praise you. This is the day of joy. We rejoice and we are so glad in it that you found it so good in you, Father, King of glory, everlasting Father, to give us the joy that comes from your throne, to love us so much, to call us your children, to call us joint here with Jesus Christ. Isn't that awesome, wonderful, gracious? And the Bible says that the joy of the Lord is our strength. So, Father, we thank you for your strength, your strength. Father, we not even know the full meaning of all these wonderful things you give us, but we know that it's good. The little we, we allow you to reveal to us comes so good to us. Father, we praise you and bless you forever. Thank you that your word is forever settled. Thank you that Jesus left us the Holy Spirit when he went back to the Father. What a joy, what a grace, what a blessing. We can't even thank you enough, Lord, for your faithfulness. Be the exalted forever and forever. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Welcome. This is Overflowing Grace. This is a time of extra joy. You know, when you have a cup of water, like I try to, I, I make it a habit to drink warm water when I wake up. After, I just, even when I get up from bed, I lift up my hands and begin to sing, to pray, especially Psalm 103. Because I, I, God has put it to me in my spirit. And so, I I do. So then after that, I go and take water, make it warm and drink it to sustain my physical body through the prayer I've prayed. Amen. God bless you. So let's go. Let's go and 
before the throne of grace and ask God to help us. Thank you, Father, for your blessing, for your, mer- for your mercy, for your love. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you. To you, Lord, be all glory and power and praise and mercy. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. You know, when I, um, I, I know from uh, my, my ancestors, my people, of my family, they see December as a, a time of joy, extra joy, extra joy, extra joy. People come back to the rural areas to celebrate with folks who are at home. It's really a time. There are lots of festives, masquerades, uh, dancing, people uh, killing cows. It's really special. Even now, people travel from everywhere in the, in the world. I see people from Boston going home to be with family. I see people from all over Canada, England, Europe to the ends of the world coming to spend time with families just at this time. And then in America, it starts with Thanksgiving to Christmas. It's just a time of celebration. And we really thank God that America found it fit to make um, Thanksgiving time a time to celebrate the I would call it another Passover. It's a kind of Passover, but you can't compare it to the Passover. But still, every celebration has its own wonderful um, insights. And for Americans, that's a big deal because when the uh, pilgrims left England because of persecution, they, they were not allowed to worship the day they want to. They came, and then when they got there, so many died because of the bad weather and they didn't know what how to plant seed but a couple a couple of people survived and they settled and they started thanking god and they decided and through an indian printer and it was in new england thank god i live in new england hallelujah i praise god we love new england we love every part but our state is just so wonderful and um, from there on, they started to go speared just a, a handful, and they were able to run from there. Started building, started living. And now at America cities, they made laws to help them to survive. Let's go. Let's read um, the second part of Psalm 127 in the uh, Good News Translation. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We praise you. Be thou exalted forever and forever. In Jesus' name. I'm going to start from verse 5 because it connects with his breast. Even though... Um... Amen, 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 amen. Let me see. I want to make sure. Mm-hmm. Well, let's see. Well, let's start from... Uh... Okay. I, I was wondering, I said, this cannot be the same Bible that I was reading. No, this, so this is, we go to some 146. I was looking at 127, which I used the last time. I was saying, what happened? Am I seeing double? Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit just revealed to me 
Look at it again and see what you are referring to. So this is one, 146 that has 10 verses. So we go back and use, um, we start from verse 5. Verse, uh, let's go, so 146. Let me see. Let's start from verse 5. Amen. Good news translation. And that is the psalm for this week, this Sunday. Happy are those who have the God of Jacob to help them. Amen. This is good news translation. And who depend on the Lord their God. Isn't that wonderful? God doesn't want us to depend on human beings. He said we should not put our trust in riches. If you read the uh, the um, the wisdom book and there's the um, proverbs, he said, "Do not put your trust in human being whose breath goes like this." In fact, I think it comes here. When they die, that's it. If they have not given their life to Christ and lived like he did, when they die, everything that's it. Because what they've done is not. It's not what um, God has sent us to do. It's not what God has sent them to do. And be careful. If you are doing things and it's not in line with God, what God has sent you to do, whether you are thinking, oh, this will make me rich, this will make me known, this will bring me in the light, light, just examine to make sure that that's what God has asked you to do in life. Not because it's more lucrative, it's going to bring you wealth quickly. It's going to make you famous. Just be careful that you are in the perfect will of God. Thank you, Father. So, five. Happy are those who have the God of Jacob to help them and who depend on the Lord their God, the creator of heaven, earth and see, and all that is in them. He always keeps his promises. He judges in favor of the oppressed and gives food to the hungry. The Lord sets prisoners free and gives sight to the blind. He leaves those who have fallen He loves his righteous people. He protects the strangers who live in our land. He helps widows and orphans, but takes the wicked to their ruin. This is a good news translation. The Lord Adonai is king forever. Hallelujah. Your God, O Zion, we reign for all time. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. To you be all glory and honor and praise forever. He says, I like this. You know, verse 5 says, 3. Verse 3 says, don't put your trust in human leaders. 
no human being can save you. Then followed by uh, verse 5 says, Happy are those that have the God of Jacob to help them and who depend on the Lord, their God. Isn't that you see a unity, the way it goes and the way it's... Um, the way it goes in line with how, what God is telling us to do. God always makes sure through his prophets, through his assigned agents, and when I say them agents, those are appointed to serve him to make sure they carry out so that nobody will say, I did not know. God doesn't want us to be left in the dark. He loves us so much. He wants us to know the truth so that we will not perish but have everlasting life. Again, for God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him be saved. If you're not giving your life to Christ, this is the right opportunity. You can just read John 3.16 and say, God, I stand in that. Forgive me. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And guess what? It's done. It is completely done to God's glory. God bless you. We love you. This is our flowing grace. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen.